0: You are listening to the Loyal Locals Podcast, episode one. You guys are welcome. My name is Jerry Jimenez. I'm the director of communications for the Locals supporter group. Uh, Man, this has been a long time coming. We have been talking about doing this for a while. I am joined by two gentlemen who I have had the pleasure to spend the last few, uh, I don't know, days, weeks, months, feels like years almost um we're kind of like kindred souls uh we've, we've hung out for a long a lot a lot of time our uh our wives don't necessarily love it but you know what it's okay because we do this for them they just don't know it yet all right but uh again welcome uh this is episode number one we are uh here in where are we drew
1: uh, we're in. We're in technically Scripps Ranch. Scripps Ranch. Call it? Miramar no- Ranch North. Is the technical name. We're just going to say we're in San Diego. Yeah. That's where
0: we are. I am joined by Mister Drew Steck, who you just heard here. Yo. We're actually in his a beautiful home. Yeah, it's actually the right
1: shade of green. This room, <laughs> <Like> the lighter <laughs> shade of green in the logo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great room actually. And by the way. You can hear me beautifully. You need to get closer to the mic, sir. But uh,
1: we'll get in there. Oh, there you go. Get real deep in <laughs> that's, that mic.
0: That's way better. We're up in here. Hey, keep hey, calm down. We are a family podcast.
1: It's okay. I'm just tingling your ear balls.
0: <laughs> uh, all right.
1: That was Drew Stack.
0: He is the uh, actually. You introduce yourself. What?
1: Who are you? I am a uh, a person. Um, I am a VP and secretary. So that means that I facilitate. Whatever the group needs, especially from a leadership angle, uh, but also just in terms of overseeing uh, more of the line, line in, line out stuff, uh, dealing with the group uh, from an overall level.
0: Awesome. But he's not the only one in this room. No, he's not. No. No.
1: No, there's also a dog somewhere in here, but there's also another human being. There is another human being. Yes.
0: Uh, second human being, actually, oh, third human being, I guess. Uh, would, you, would you please... Would what do you, you want to tell us, Jerry? <laughs> Would you please introduce yourself, sir?
2: Uh, my name is Steve. I'm the president of The Locals.
0: How does that feel saying that, dude?
2: It feels good. It feels great. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's a lot of responsibility. It's uh, a lot on my shoulders. I but was going to say, considering it, your face, it, you're like... Uh,
1: How many times a morning do you say that in the mirror to yourself?
2: Uh Four. That's enough. And do so people like me? I'm Steve. I'm president of the locals. Every time I read a bad comment on Facebook, I'm Steve. I'm the locals president. In the morning, he's like, I am smart.
0: I am beautiful. I am the president of the locals. That's awesome, man. Um, no, well, you guys, first of all, this has, we've talked about this, finally doing it. Um, this is going to be a way for us, not just the three of us, but all of the supporter group, the leadership um, everybody that is putting this uh crazy project together to kind of uh communicate to you guys and, and get you uh you know all the facts all the information that you're gonna need in order to involve yourself and 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 so that we can make this thing just the biggest thing possible when it comes to support a supporter group and and uh, actually giving back to the community I think that's the biggest part of what the locals is trying to do and so with that being said, I kind of want to make sure that you guys have our backgrounds, where we come from, what we are about. Uh, me as a communications director for the, for the supporter group, my duty is to make sure that you guys have that information. And that's why we're here. I felt that, hey, if there is any avenue for us to get information to you guys who are listening now, we were going to take those avenues, right? We're going to drive every single road possible to make sure that we got you the information that you guys need. And that is why we're here. That is what we're gonna do. So with that being said, I would like to start with the uh, the Presidente, El Presidente, Mr. Scuba Steve. Steven, I've been calling him Steven, and he's, he, he doesn't, I don't know if you like, <laughs> do you, you don't like that, oh, do you? I don't
2: care. I just always said my boss and my wife call me Steven, so when I hear it, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> so now you're just looped in. <laughs>
0: well, you're not in trouble today, Steven. Uh.
2: It's a
1: good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> a Just the end hits me. Even in a text message, it's always like Stephen. Mm. Stephen. <laughs> my all brain right. reads it and it goes, Mm-mm.
0: Mr. Stephen Brokoff. Stephen Ronald Brokoff, born. All right, I'll, I'll let you tell your story. I don't. All right. I don't necessarily have your Wikipedia page open right now. So, <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm, I'm, let's start with this. Uh, where did you first come in contact with the sport?
2: Uh, I mean. I think everybody's easy answer is, you know, you grow up playing soccer. So that's kind of the easy answer. Grew up playing um, Encinitas Express, um, born and raised in North County. So, um, yeah, I grew up playing Encinitas Express from the, basically the time I could walk until the time I graduated high school left for college. So that's the easy answer, but I've always watched and followed the sport. And, you know, I've always, always, always loved it.
0: One thing that I've always thought was very interesting was that you, you don't have an EPL team where, where it seems as every San Diegan that enjoys the sport, the beautiful game. You have has, to. It's a rule. It's a rule.
1: I, I oppose.
0: And you don't have one yet.
1: Now He's a conscientious, conscientious objector, and I love it.
0: <laughs> but you do support a national team. Mm-hmm. Clearly the United States of America men's and women's national team. And you've been a big part of what the American Outlaws American Outlaw San Diego specifically is doing. Uh do you kinda wanna tell us how you got involved with them?
2: Yeah, sure. So um after after college I graduated, I went to Kapalais San Los Obispo, moved back down. Um and the American Outlaws group down here um was organizing a bus trip up to Carson and I I, I emailed the the email account or the email address for the AO group down here and got in contact with Yumi and Uh, got on the bus and kind of fell in love with, with the culture right away. I mean, like I said, I've always watched the national team. I've always watched the sport, but getting involved at that level, um, my first experience, you know, bus up, being in the section, bus back down, it was absolutely incredible. It totally captivated me. Um, from then on, I kind of kept going back, back to O'Brien's. Um, and it just hooks me. I mean, the, the, the atmosphere, the, the songs, the, the vibe that it's like, you meet, just like-minded people doing the same thing, loving the same sport, watching the same sport. Um, and through the years, i just gotten more and more involved, you know, hey, Yumi, hey, Dave, how can I help? Um, you know, oh, let's do a TIFO. Well, who can kind of do the TIFO? And I, I kind of stepped up and, you know, along, right alongside my right-hand man, Tom, um, kind of took that on. And that was the first real, real, real big project, big TIFO that a. San Diego did. Um, but even before that, you know, traveling, uh, representing AO San Diego all across the country, um, capoing all across the country, especially all the home games here, uh, just gotten, you know, really integrated, really involved. I've met some of the best friends I've ever known through American Outlaws, Daryl, uh, Tom, Chris Garcia, Paul Marshall, Dave, John Cross. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's, it's absolutely amazing. The, the brotherhood I've developed with the people there, um, live and die with those people like the amount of hours and time i've spent outside o'brien's you know just hanging out with family like coming to thanksgivings at my house and it's it's amazing
0: yeah absolutely you build a a family right and i'm gonna give you a pass to humble brag so what places have you capitaled at because i know i've heard a few of these and i feel like people need to um hear this
2: well one that you're not gonna love is carson (laughs) a couple times (laughs) no i love that you call it (laughs) carson and not
0: los angeles so yeah proceed
2: uh, Factory of sadness. God put yeah. me on the spot. Up in San Jose, um, I helped out in Columbus, where they're very anti-Capo, but with the American. Oh yeah, Columbus are. is a special spot, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that was right. um, that was an amazing experience. Even though um, Rafa Marquez broke my heart with the letter oh. right in front of my eyes. Um, but my was like, you know, it, things happen. Um, <laughs> um, where else? Well, you went to.
1: Mexico. I've, I've you been, went to Mexico. City. Yeah, I went to
2: Mexico City with the Outlaws. So you, you um, last you had things Paul thrown at you. Which is. Were you at, were you at Azteca? Yeah. Azteca. Oh, it was the yeah. most amazing experience. Um, no, you're out there. You're in yeah. the cage. You're in the barbed wire. You know. You see the guards, and they sh- they they uh, usher you up. They usher you down. It's it's absolutely amazing. It was the whole week. We were there for like five days, and it was it was unreal. Yeah. We'll definitely be going back.
0: Yeah. No, awesome. So with loyal, with Loyal. for the
1: Concacaf Champions League. Oh, jeez! Just throwing it down.
0: We're, we're uh, you, are you so you're calling it right now. We're gonna win the Open Cup. Is that, uh, what, is that what you're doing?
1: Yeah, uh, twenty twenty-five. <laughs> 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 Maybe this year. We'll see.
0: All right, that's awesome, man. Well, Drew, time for you, man, yeah, Mister Mister Spurs. Man. Oh, sure. Yeah. Spurs. Yeah. Okay. So you do have an EPL team,
1: which is... I Spurs. do have an EPL team. So yeah, that's kind of my doorway to, to a second life with the sport. I definitely grew up playing it here in Scripps Ranch uh, for Scripps Ranch kickers, I believe they were called at that point. And it was just like whatever uh, youth local and then uh, moved out to Milwaukee for part of my life. And, and most of my consumption was through the wave along with the soccers early on. That was really my exposure to the sport was through those two avenues of
0: the wave Wait, from from, in milwaukee from from arena soccer yeah
1: so they they, okay they were the dominant kind of indoor but they also had an outdoor presence where they would work with what was called uh maybe that's where i'm getting infused uh milwaukee kickers uh association which was kind of like a huge local soccer there um and so they would do a ton of camps and so you would get out and actually meet the wave players uh, more so than meet uh, you know uh, anybody else, and so it was kind of through going to the, some of those games that they really do pack the arena there because there's nothing else to do in Milwaukee in the dead yeah. of winter. So I was
0: going to say the ki- the kickers, the Milwaukee Kickers, almost sounds like their coach would be somebody like Will Ferrell.
1: Yeah, like we're the Milwaukee Kickers, but yeah, yeah. The, the wave, the wave are a classic organ. They've gone through like six rebrands. They haven't really hit on one yet. I think unlike the 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 soccer's who have just kind of had a consistent great brand for years. Um, but it's, it
0: ca- it's kind of cool how they change their colors, though. That's they do; they morph. They sweet. just
1: kind of like more. Then they have a black pitch and like kind of do stuff a little bit differently sometimes. So um, they're M- cool, cool little morphing
0: power waves.
1: Yeah. And so it was. Uh, it would have been tough. Now, Landon asked me last year. He's like, "If I if we make it to the finals, who are you rooting for?" I was like, are "You kidding? I'm definitely rooting for San Diego. It's not even a question." But uh, there's definitely a part of me that was happy to see him win the final last year. So it's that's that's always where a part of my life has come up in sport, but really the, the fan base kind of ties its way back to um, falling off of, um, you know, like most kids who grow out of it and then don't really find a fan hook in their family. Um, you know, I played it, grew up to about uh, 12, 13, 14, stopped playing, and then didn't really follow it for about four or five years, um, and didn't really follow it as a kid, just didn't have a family basis for it, and then fell into a group of fans um, who really just were heavy APL fans and were like, hey, pick a team. Uh, I didn't really feel called to anybody at first, uh, but started watching just a lot of Spurs, um, and then came out f- like kind of later to to meet my grandfather, who had a pamphlet in his um, that, that had been there for years, and I'd read it as a kid, but it never really stuck with me. Um, you know some of the pages, some of the stuff like Sandy Koufax is in there. It's Great Jews in Sports was the name of this pamphlet. So Sandy Koufax was in there. Uh, he had a few Wait, other guys. what?
0: Hold on, we can't. We-
1: it's a small book. The joke <laughs> is that it's a small book, but Jews would say that it's a pamphlet, right? It's Great Jews in Sports. Can't gloss over that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't nah,
0: we can't. That,
1: that was awesome. Okay, so it's a it's a, it's a small book. It was about um, about a hundred pages of different uh, profiles of athletes who are Jewish. Um, And then also spoke about the Spurs. Uh, And it was just one of these things where it was like, hey, this is, you know, this stuck with me somewhere in my subconscious, I think, and always made it a a rooted image there uh, of just kind of what a team that stood for more than just the sport itself. It stood for some people as a way to connect with the community around them and feel not ostracized, but feel part of something and feel lifted up by that community. Um, and so that's always stuck with me with Spurs, that it's not just a football club, that it is something more to some people. And even though in the age of having mega stadiums and Mourinho as your coach, uh, there is still a heart there to the fans that's different than other clubs that might manufacture success. They've really ridden it all the way up and all the way down and everywhere in between. So that's really what I kind of strive for as a fan is since then followed storylines like that from whatever club, wherever. I tried to be just a fan of the sport, watch all the way to like second league Italian stuff, <laughs> you know, so it's just, yeah. you fall into it hard, but that's really where for me, it kind of reignited a passion from there. It's been unsustainable with uh, things in town where my other sporting appetites died. This would just quench that thirst and continue to grow. So that's where for me now it's my number one love and probably forever love is, is this sport.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we can all agree that s n San Diegans, we, there's, there's a clear thirst for the sport. We're obviously like, top numbers when it comes to viewership of of specific uh, games when it comes to soccer. Now the sports that you're watching uh, or I'm sorry, the team that you're watching within the sport varies, but there's a lot, there's a big, you know, Mexican community here. There's a big uh, USA uh, community here and there's a lot of support for the sport itself. Uh, So it's, it's interesting to see how everybody has a different path of getting into Supporting football um, because properly we call it football. You call it soccer. It doesn't matter what you call it as long as we understand what we're talking about. At the end of the day, it's soccer. It's football. Uh, American football. I like to call hand egg personally because I call it throw ball. There's throw a sticker
1: ball. at a at the bar the Highbury in uh, in Milwaukee. Shout out, but there uh, there's a sticker there that's always stuck to me. It says throw ball and it's got a uh, American football in there. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, that that, that makes more ball. sense. Yeah, 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 that absolutely makes more sense, but. Um, it's still surprising to me, especially with these types of stories and the people that are involved within the community of football, that it's not a a bigger thing in, in the United States, right? And so supporter culture is where it comes uh, into play, where we kind of grow this thing in, in the United States. Uh, my story, real quick, a, a lot of you may have already heard it, uh, but... Regardless, uh, so I was I like to say that I came out of my mom wearing a Chivas Guadalajara jersey. My my parents and actually everybody in my family supports uh, Chivas Guadalajara, and the reason that I say that is because those that do not support Chivas Guadalajara, we do not uh, we do not call them family anymore, um, and and that's just the way that it is. So we are the uh, the goats, the red and white in our family and that's kind of how i grew up is supporting the club my my mom would take us on sundays to church and my dad would say "Uh, chivas is playing america today so i can't really i can't go to church today um and i would say mom i think i think i need to stay at home with my dad um and that's kind of how i grew up and so at one point in my life i figured out that uh, so i was a musician and i was in and out of bands and you know teenage years whatever I I finally reached a point in my life where I was like, you know, I should probably follow a sport. This is fun, and as a shorter guy, I'm five foot four. Uh, if you guys have met me, Jerry fits me perfectly. Um, so, just like Tom and Jerry, you know, I'm I'm a short guy, and so for me, I was like Maradona. He was he was about my height, right? So I, we have a low pool of like center of gravity is is fantastic for us short people. I was like, this is a sport I can play. So let's find a let's find a team I can support, and I supported Galaxy for a while. And I I don't like saying that, but I'm honest about it. I then hurt really bad when I was at a Galaxy Chivas USA game, right? I became a supporter when I actually went to a game at Torero Stadium, funny enough, in San Diego. Torero Stadium, Chivas USA played Cholos on February twelfth, two thousand twelve, actually. February 22nd, 2012. There we go. Um, a lot of twos.
2: The first day of the preseason match as well.
0: That's right. Yeah. Oh. Two, two, two. Eight,
2: oh. eight, years. eight nice. years is the day.
0: Jeez, dude, that's crazy. Okay, so, yes. So, <laughs> Chivas <laughs> USA played Cholos at Torero Stadium. Black Army 1850. Uh, shout out to those guys who are with LAFC now. They were at the game with Chivas USA. They offered me a ticket. I went out there and i was just standing there like this is the greatest thing ever and that's when i fell in love with the supporter group uh culture uh because it is its own culture it's it's kind of its own family right so from that point on i became just a part of the black army i was a part of uh eventually chivas usa as we all know rest in peace passed away and from the ashes rose lafc which I chose to follow along with my family who I had built within, uh, within the Black Army. And then we we became the third 252. And so that is what that became. I don't like driving up there all the time. I still do, and I still will. By the way, Drew, I'm excited because we're going to go up there. Sorry, Yeah, man, going to the bank. We're going to Get the bank. Get my money
1: out.
2: My 8.75-month pregnant wife. <laughs> I can't Dude, make it. <laughs> I promise you i promise one day, you one day I'll be- i'm 110
0: the- yeah. yeah. percent. we're gonna the next take time you,
1: you go you're taking your son there you yeah, go. yeah. There but, or, or you can go before you have to take your son
0: <laughs> so we built something that we knew was just kind of it became its own thing and i'm excited to bring that home home being san diego i've lived here you know for 23 years now i feel like i am a san diegan i feel like i've, I've earned that i was uh race in imperial valley and everybody in imperial valley wants to do nothing but leave they they want to everything that they do is to leave and come to san diego so here we are building the locals uh let's take it back real quick guys so the first time that i met you guys uh and actually drew and i kind of came into this uh we forced our way in. We, we,
2: yeah. No, no, no. You guys earned your way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were at
0: Thunderhawk Brewing. Shout out to Thunderhawk, uh, and we we'll, we will be talking about a bunch of breweries. Hopefully, somebody sponsors us eventually, um, so that we can drink your beer. But uh,
1: we're not drinking any beer right now. So we'll yeah, get very clear. We
0: are, but we're not going to talk to the, uh, about it because they're they're not sponsoring us. So.
1: <laughs> okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. We're not drinking it until you sponsor it.
0: Okay, good. So we were at Thunderhawk, and that's the first time that we actually met. Steve, I kind of want to get your like at the end of that night when we when the four of us met, because it was drew, Steve, Daryl, shout out to Daryl, by the way.'ll um, we'll get him on the podcast. Very busy. Oh, he'll be on 110 yeah, yeah. Tell
1: it from his angle and be like, oh, look at what you guys did.
0: Daryl Biggs, yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to him, um, and and myself. We met. It was kind of like the first real official locals meeting. We didn't know it at that time, but I felt like that was like the first. All right, this is yeah, something's gonna happen here. What what were your feelings when that after that night?
2: I mean, Daryl and I talked a lot before that. Like, I mean, originally when it was just the two of us, we were like, "There's no way in hell we can do this by ourselves," right? Like, we. We need help, and and the people that we know um, can help us. Um, we knew we had to bring in. So um, you were there in that those first meetings, and the vibe that we got right away it was just like, "Damn, this guy gets it." You know, he he he's been around the block. The experience he can bring in is absolutely invaluable. Um, but the vibe that you guys brought, um, and Drew, we know, I mean, we have history with Soccer City, and you know, got to know each other through that stuff through your work with Bridge Barracuda. Yeah. Um, which I was, uh, you know, admittedly much less involved with than I wanted to. That's more downtown, and I live in Nor- Vista, North County, so it's quite far. It's hard after work to but, make an hour drive. But after that Steve meeting, Steve
0: lives and, in Orange County.
2: Yeah, Orange County. <laughs> but um, after that first meeting, I mean, Daryl and talked a lot. Like, yeah, we found the right people. I mean, this is exactly the the, the kind of people who are going to be as dedicated and and at the time before we knew the, the club name, like as loyal as could be um, to what we want to develop here. Right. I mean, we've talked, Daryl and I have talked a lot about, um, what we want to build here. And it's been a couple of your journey through the beginnings of soccer city. And when 1904 originally launched, um, to finally now, you know, where, um, it's actually happening. Um, so the early conversations were like, Hey, we, we want to do this, but we want to bring people in and we couldn't be luckier to have brought you guys in. So I want to say thank you. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. How scary was it? Yeah, you're welcome. How scary was it? <laughs> 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 Bringing you guys in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to hand
1: off, to handle Because you guys, it culminated from about, it came from like two years of work from you guys for the other backstory there. In yeah, terms of seriously. Saying hey, we were, when when something happens on a professional level that's that's meaningful and i had been involved with Deep End and kind of seen what happened with ASC and also with North County Battalion, Um, and having some fingers in all those different pies. But then when those fell out, it felt like, okay, we're table setting now. Once the midway happened, it was like, okay, the stakes have been raised. We are either going to have a top-level team or we're going to have in the 1904 as well, or we're going to have something in what felt like the second solid second division (laughs) at that point that fell apart within months uh, in in NASL, rest in peace. Um, But that's where for you guys, I think it was like kind of three years almost – of getting to this point to say okay now we can actually start a supporters group right which we've been on the you guys were like directly on the path and had, had put yourselves in the in the frame of everyone saying we want to be part of this discussion and had starts and I remember two two or three different meetings I went to where we were starting or naming or working on trying to figure out what a supporters group looked like for one of these different entities that fell through so that's where yeah I think it kind of felt like for Jerry and I at least to say, okay, we're, we're coming into this, but we yeah. definitely haven't put in the same sort of equity. So for you guys that do that was also a huge sign of trust to us to say, okay, this is setting the tone from your end of being of trust. And we have to extend that to other people beyond the two of us as well. And the four of us. And then I'd say for me, at least it felt like you were setting the tone as like no ego and all of us were coming at this as no ego. How can I contribute the most yeah. to make this, to, to give the most as opposed to, putting the most of me into this, which I think was the difference.
0: So that's a big segue, but I want you to answer what he said. Yeah. Um, that's a big segue into actually letting go and building this leadership, which is fantastic. And we need to shout every single one of those people out. So well, while Steve is answering your question, I want you to make sure that we don't miss anybody in our leadership. Yeah. But how did that feel, Steve? Like saying, hey, we're, we've been doing this, the two of us, right? Steve and Daryl. Daryl and Steve have been doing this for a while and letting two other people in, what did that feel like to you? Was it like kind of a relief or was it more of like, oh man, this is so tough.
2: I think things can be two things, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough because yeah, I mean, we have been running everything to the two of us for, for so long. I mean, with the soccer city stuff, you know, OSG, um, shout out to everybody there. Um,
0: so much work put in yeah. by the way.
2: Um, but Going back, like kind of the fundamentals behind it is like, you know, we kind of how you started. We, we the Mexican-American community population here, the, the amount of people that show up at 4.30 in the morning to pubs here, or 7 a.m. to pubs here. Um, the amount of people that cross the border to go to the Astroles games, like it's incredible. The soccer community here is absolutely so vibrant. And there's been uh, there's been nothing to um, bring it all together. And that's kind of where Daryl and I started this, right? Um how can we how can we bring something to san diego to bring civic pride here in a sport that we love that we know everybody loves but let's let's centralize it let's get everybody in the stands and singing together instead of singing you know screw man united or i hate spurs or arsenal sucks like wh- why do we have such opposition here let's bring people together yeah, so everybody can hate arsenal it's fine <laughs> But we started, (laughs) so we started to like, shout out Marissa. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, don't say that. Uh, So we have, so that was kind of our vision was like, let's, let's finally do something here that can bring everybody together because as much as we want, like, and shout out to Craig Elson and what the soccers are doing and and Jerry, you know, you, the soccers are amazing, but the sport is just completely different. It it doesn't captivate people in the same way, you know? So it's,
0: the soccers are not amazing. The soccers Soccers are are awesome. awesome. (laughs) All right. Um,
2: (laughs) But we, want, we really wanted to bring this, this passion that everybody has and in, instill civic pride. So we, we thought bringing people together and then, you know, kind of transitioning finally to the question when we, this was actually happening um, way, way, way back in December of 2018 was the first meeting we had with Ricardo and Warren at Pure Project Brewing, um, which was awesome. Um, but it was a month after the soccer city vote, you know, went downhill and um, out of the blue, Daryl and I got a, got a text from Ricardo. You know, we had, we had known him for a couple of years with uh, his original position. Um, We got a text from him and uh, Darren and I, Daryl and I took it outside the group text and we we were like, Oh man, (laughs) it's only been a month. We need more time. Like we put so much into the OSG soccer city effort that we just needed time out of that. So uh, that first meeting was pretty hesitant, but then, Warren showed up, and his demeanor, and his attitude, and his energy—just it's like it relit the fire right away, uh, and just kind of got to work. But in, then eight months later, we kind of started talking to you guys, and brought you guys in, and 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 here we are. I mean, well, we started talking before then,
1: but yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. it's it's a it's a conversa- I think the point here is the conversations that have happened are really. Um, not just one layer, right? These conversations were multi-layered from you guys going to people. I'm just thinking of just individual groups that I remember through uh, Foodie McFoodie Face when we were doing the food charity thing that we were like, oh yeah, you." you from an OSG standpoint as well as just other ways, you were layered into uh, different supporter groups in town. Hey, we know the person who does this. We talked to him about this. Or we talked to him about OSG and he said it's fine. You guys were having so many conversations just to make sure Hey, when this happens, we want to count on the fact that we can be there with you guys. And so all of that, I think, just was, you know, you don't know it, but you're sowing the seeds for what ended up being this, where now we have all these different groups already who know who knew, know you, knew Daryl, and then knew the fact that Jerry and I, by association, as well as what we're doing here, is a inclusive thing that everybody's welcome at the table, that we've had the conversation to invite them almost without inviting them to say, hey, what, what we're building here, you know, you, you had had that conversation previously, so they knew to plug into this. And it just made it to where when people say, hey, this has grown so fast so quickly without actual games,
2: that's why is because the work that you were
1: doing kind of for years.
2: So yeah. then, so then, let me throw it back at you guys and ask you guys, how was it being brought in? Because I know, Jerry, you had a pretty good reaction that I, I really appreciated and I loved because I think the initial conversations that we all had as the four of us and then as, you know, as Daryl took a step back with his baby, blah, blah. blah as the three of us, has been, there's no egos here. And I think, Drew, you mentioned it earlier, but I'd like to get your guys' take on what it was like being brought in, you know, to, to kind of the work that we had already done.
0: Yeah, so to, to kind of keep it brief, I guess for me, my initial, like, thought was, I'm going to go into this, I'm going to give as much information as I can to them and help them out, but I'm going to build my own thing. But after meeting you, I kind of became, uh, it kind of became, hey, these guys actually get it. I, I want to build something with them. Not something other than what they're doing. And so so here we are. Yeah, like my initial reaction was, yeah, these guys get it. They they, they, they know what needs to happen. And they're not like they're, they're open to new ideas, which is very much needed. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, my feeling was like I can be a part of it, but I don't know if I have to be in it. And then after the first meeting, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be special. I have to be a part of this now. Um, so it was almost like, damn it for me. I was like, Oh, I can't walk away from this and just focus on bridge parkada and show up when it's convenient. Uh, (laughs) I have to like be totally into the deep end with this, uh, pun intended. Um, but yeah, I had to, I had to jump in and it was like, this is, this makes too much and I can see Jerry's almost brain turned when you showed up from like, you were very much more business like in the beginning, like, Hey, let's talk through this stuff. Let's get through it. And as you can see us work through like, Oh, this makes total like, we didn't fight you on any of the points that you brought up. We're like, no, all of this makes sense. And teach us, you know, about how you did it, as opposed to having any sort of way that we anyone in the room wanted to see this come together, because we'd heard from so many other people how they how they wanted to fan
2: mm-hmm. that
1: we didn't feel like as we were in any position to tell anybody how to support. Yeah, that I think in a, in a good way of we know how to lead that as a as a group, and I think we all saw it in each other, hey, we can do this. We just have to trust each other, then trust the same sort of people, and this will work.
0: And so to segue into what we are now, which is the local supporter group. Um, A lot of work has happened in between the the way, and we are happy to have conversations with anybody that that wants to have them. But we are now, if I'm not mistaken, 15 strong?
2: 15 strong. 15
0: strong in leadership. And what that means is that there is 15 people that are actually putting this thing together on the leadership end of things. Everybody has a job assigned to them. And so I want to make sure that we all understand that it started with two, became four. And now we're at 15. And the 15 of us are making sure that you guys get the information that you need. With that being said, you guys go ahead and take the lead. Please announce all of the actual leadership for the Locals SG, their names, and what their job description so,
2: is. So before I think before we get to that directly, I think it's worth saying that there is a ton of work to do. So, so much work. It's absolutely amazing how much work everybody's putting in. So having all 15 people... Totally dedicated, like working through their lunch hours. Because it's also worth saying that we all still maintain our full time jobs, <laughs> and on top of building a supporter group in n- four n- months, none of us, us are getting
0: paid. This yeah, was our full time job. We're independent. We were not getting paid for this. No, this, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this, is, this yeah.
2: is all volunteer hours. Pretty much. Um, so not pretty,
1: it's it's all before we not listen, pretty much. It literally it's, is one hundred and ten percent volunteer. Actually. Oh God. We before, give more than we should. If
0: we and if you question that, right. look at my bank account. I'll pr- I promise you, I'll show That's you. Where I'm saying more than
1: we should.
2: You can actually ask our director as a finance. Um,
0: (laughs) We have to buy $30 scarves, dude. That's what happens. (laughs) uh,
2: (laughs) You can get ours for two for 30. (laughs) Um, So director of finance, Carl, uh, who's one of Drew's good friends through Bridge Barcada. He was involved with OSG as well, Soccer City stuff. Um, I got to know Carl a little bit through that stuff, but Jirel, I'll let you take a little bit of yeah know, one sentence, two sentences.
1: So Carl Carl was the founder of Bridge Barcott, he's really the guy who said, Let's just go start playing under a bridge and so we ended up playing under a bridge. And so that's how I met Carl and he's just got a passion for the sport that I, I've seen in very few people. Also an accountant, also loves finance, so perfect marriage, loves the sport, loves loyal and loves finance. So yeah.
2: Great guy. So, so, so there's actually three directors of finance. That's something I didn't clarify. Um, Lara cool. is another one. Um, she's incredibly intelligent and talented, and uh, we're very, very lucky to have Lara on board. I'm just uh, passionate about sports in San Diego in general, yep, which is a Baseball awesome. fan, big Padres yeah, yeah, yeah. fan. Um, Andres Chavarro, who goes by Chappie. Uh, he's from South America. I think it's absolutely incredible to have him on board as well. Um, all three of those people have been really dedicated, really involved. Um, I'm super happy to have them on board. I know Chappie today was working with the bank account and the QuickBooks and, you know, everything behind the scenes to get us more organized than we already are, which is absolutely. Chappie's amazing. always
1: looking at the list and saying what's next on the list. And that's what I love about Chappie. He's going to be perfect in that role.
2: The person that's probably busiest right now is, um, our director of merchandise. That's Eileen. Yup. Um, shout out Eddie. Shout she won't out return Eileen. our text right now. That's <laughs> <why>. No, she, <laughs> she returns my text up. immediately. No, it's she amazing. does. That's it's amazing. Um, Eileen has a background in band merchandise, um, so we are incredibly lucky to have her. Again, a big, another big Padres fan. Um, I know her through the American Outlaws as well. Um, I, I think I kind of enticed her to, to join and, and take this position, knowing her background. And I'm incredibly happy that she agreed to it, and she's f- blowing expectations yeah. out of the water.
1: Um, One of my top five follows on Twitter for sure. Just like great stuff all the time. Now I get a follower in real life. It's
2: great. Yeah, Eileen Burns. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, you yeah. Um, follow her. So, another very, very, very busy person, and I'll, I think I'll say that a lot, is Director of Operations. That's Jason. Jason Thomas. Um,
0: he's very busy, and he's going to be even busier. He doesn't even know <laughs> like some
2: We just got, some, we got yeah. some tailgate news. I think we can, we can go in on in the next episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's the- so, that's exciting stuff, but he's basically responsible for the tailgate, the march, um, anything involving game day. Um, but then, that, that's a leading segue into Director of Stadium Operations. Uh, that's Mr. Tom Blick. Um, I know him through the Outlaws as well. I know he does some work with the San Diego Goals, which is um, incredible. Shout out to the Goals. Yeah, it's
1: crazy how many of our people have professional experience in the roles that they're serving in, which, you know, it's, it's you hope for that, right, especially when you're putting yeah. together an organization where you have defined roles. But it is the actual level of exper- expertise. It's ridiculous. Most, these people pay, most people are making it up, right, Yep. as they go. So that's what's pretty awesome about it is that. So the next guy we got uh, to kind of transition from those two, because they're going to be in charge of getting people together, making sure everything comes off correctly. But the person who needs to make sure that we have actual places to meet and when and where is going to be our director of events. And that's Victor Lopez. And Victor is just a uh, just warm, friendly. Like you just want to stay and talk to him forever. He's just a person who I can't stop talking to um, and generally feel like that's a problem because I need to spend more time talking to the other people. Uh, but he is fantastic at that and also just has a great eye for places to hang out and kind of the right spaces for everything.
0: I feel like every time that I talk to him, he's at Machete, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. which is
1: one of the best places to hang out so in, in the entire county. Yep. He gets so, it. Yeah. Our, uh, director of marketing is Nicole Peterson, who also has, again, professional experience for years for both Microsoft and Lego, which I think are two of my favorite uh, brands in terms of like knowing who they are and what they do. So Obviously, somebody who knows a strong sense of brand and kind of how that influences everything. From uh, if you watch a lot of the stuff, Lego does, it's crazy all the way down. It's very layered their marketing, um, and so she's got a good handle on that. And I think just took a job with the Girl Scouts here locally. So it's,
2: it's also incredible how you know we'll be talking in our Slack channel for hours on end. She'll catch up and she'll make like one sentence of a point that's like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're like, like what we the hell? hell? Holy crap! That's such a good point. Let's do it <laughs> yeah, that yeah, way. It's like it's, yeah. it blows your
1: mind. Yeah, she's like a prism. Yeah. She, you kind of shine the light through, her and it, like a whole different spectrum of possibilities come out than what you thought what you were thinking of. you're thinking of one band of light and she blows it all up yeah. so it's great that's good and are also the her her uh, brother so not to be confused i like to joke that they're no relation but our director of tifosi uh, is Travis Peterson, who's an amazing artist uh, at Punk Rock Paint on Twitter, uh, designed a lot of the stuff for the soccers and a lot of people around town, and just a general, again, great human being uh, at everything, is always the last guy there talking to everybody. and
2: Our scarf designs, are I mean,
1: Yeah, uh, our, our ethos from absolutely. a design standpoint really stems from Travis, and I think a lot of people in town find him to be kind of their North Star as a soccer fan. I, I personally think he really gets it, so... Um, he couldn't ask for a better person to be our creative kind of uh, uh, guru there, I guess.
0: Yeah. If we weren't called the locals, we'd be called the Warren because of him. Yeah.
1: He yeah. <laughs> almost sold us. I'm uh, just a, no, saying <laughs> no one going in thought like, have you heard it without the p- presentation? Yeah. No, but the two of them alone, you know, made that totally worth it. Oh yeah.
2: And then uh, next we'll go Sergeant at arms. This is the kind of the person who's in charge of keeping the section under control inside the stadium. So uh, again, I think, uh, he has a lot on his plate because uh, drunk people will do. Dumb. <laughs> um, so
0: thanks for making me sh- make him edit you out, but that's fine. Go ahead. It's uh, not,
2: we don't have an explicit tag. So, <laughs> so uh, you're going to yeah, get a beep. We're that's very, you... we're very lucky to have him. I think that's a, that's a big deal. Um, and then the last two just to mention are the scribe, uh, Kim Dice. Um, she's in charge of our meetings and minutes and, Yes. making sure that things we do um, are recorded and she's action awesome. items are taken care of. She's uh, awesome. She's an incredible person. She runs the Leicester City Supporters Group here. She runs the Berkshire Dartmouth Supporters Group here. Um, yeah, the official, the official
1: Leicester uh, City. Yeah. They, they just got
2: official from there, uh, which is great. I think they started like a year ago, so that's, that's pretty good, cool, a year or two ago, so it's pretty nice. cool. And then last but not least, but incredibly important to our ethos uh, is our Director of Philanthropy, Mr. Tom Phillips. Uh, my best friend in the world. Um, I'm so happy to have him in leadership. He's like my right-hand man. He's like my North star compass with my, you know, my, my friend group. Um, I absolutely love the guy. So I I could not be happier to have him on board, not to mention the work he does with, um, you know, former Navy. So he's does incredible work with, um, philanthropy down in Chula Vista. He lives in Chula Vista. So he's a South
1: Bay school teacher. So, you know, he's seen some stuff and he just has a story for everything. He's one of those guys where you talk to Tom He's got a story for anything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so with that being said, perfect segue into an end to this episode. Um, I hope that you guys get a feeling for what the locals are. We are very much local San Diegans. And every episode, we will hopefully have a new guest. We are going to be kind of circulating and getting different guests. Today, I'm lucky to be joined by the president and vice president. And they will be making very many more appearances in, in future episodes. However, these other members of the leadership, as well as other members of the locals, will be making their appearances within this, uh, within this podcast. So I just want to make sure that you guys uh, get a feeling for who we are. Make sure that you guys understand we are independent. We're doing this completely on our own. We're spending our own time, our own money, and effort to build this thing. And we hope that uh, it will become something that you can call a family. And so, at the end of the day, that, that is our goal. We're going to give back to the community. We're going to give back to you. We're going to share a lot of alcoholic beverages with you. That is the goal, right? Yes. Um, is there any any kind of like ending thoughts that you guys have, Mr. President and Vice President of the Locals?
1: I'll go first so Steve can think of uh, a good one. Um- <laughs> That's that's how you take a bullet for your president right there. Uh, wow, the, the it's a lot of uh, that was also setting him up for failure too in the same sense. <laughs> so the we'll see the the one thing I wanted to say is that really while we put a bow on this is the the introduction the most important one is the person who's listening to this who we haven't met yet that we really want to meet. Uh, that's really yes. why we're all doing this is to. Yes. Meet, meet people who think the way we think and trying to bring them in the way we got brought in. And one of the things we didn't have time because we really had a lot of other great stuff in here is making that transition from just being a person who watches to a person who's a supporter. And it's a really, you know, distinct change. We all kind of talked about exactly when that moment happened for us um, with a certain club that kind of ignited that passion that's now localized in San Diego Loyal. And so for me, it's really kind of meeting those people and helping you take that, you know, if you're feeling that way or you feel like it's, it's really a kind of change of mindset from just, Hey, I'm going to sit a seat and root or watch them on TV to, I want to jump in, jump around the stands and use my voice and my, my body to, uh, create a, you know, a spectacle, uh, that spurs the team onto
2: victory, uh, pun intended. There you
0: go. President.
2: So hopefully I live up to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, My, my, I guess my final thoughts was, is if this is the only podcast you listen to from the, the, the podcast itself, um, if, if you, if you want to take a chance and just come check us out, please do. Um, I took a chance by, by going to the outlaws alone. I took that bus trip alone and five, six years later, I don't even know at this point, uh, I have a family, um, that I can call in the middle of the night if something's wrong or, if I'm in trouble, I know I can count on them or I can rub ideas off of and um, take a chance because this culture, this supporters culture, this family you develop is unlike anything else in any other American sport. I have followed American sports my entire life, former NFL fan from the team who must not be named. Um, <laughs> big Padres fan my entire life. I've always watched you know basketball and on TV. Um, hockey's never really been my thing. just be, It just never gravitated me, but um, there's nothing like supporters culture. There's nothing like developing a family, um, like you do here, uh, like I have already, I mean, the 15 leadership people, the, the members that we have, um, these guys sitting right next to me, it's, it's absolutely unreal. Um, so take that chance, come out, buy a ticket, come to the tailgate, um, shake some hands and just meet people because you never know, um who your next best friend is. Like you just have no clue.
1: There will be marriages. There'll probably be babies created through the supporters <laughs> group. There will be all sorts of things. You never know uh who you're gonna meet. Uh doesn't <laughs> you're not gonna get what you're looking for, but you'll get way, way more is what I'll say. Yeah you just never know.
0: That's uh that's a good way to end this. So for episode one, we are done. All right. The Loyal Local podcast for Mr. Steve Brokoff and for Mr. Drew Steck. My name is Jerry Jimenez. Stay classy.